0: The following program contains coarse language and nudity.
1: Discretion is
0: advised. Stress ball.
1: Stress ball. Knocker. I've got my stress ball. In it's session. Table knocker. Okay.
2: Okay. Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with another Trans Advocate podcast. And today we have the regular podcast crew, which is Robin Meck and Alexis.
3: And so, how was your week?
1: Oof. Intense. I had a wonderful <laughs>
2: week
3: dealing with sinus problems here in Houston.
2: <laughs> yes, I know. I, I, you know, whenever I would talk to you, I'd be like,
3: oh, Ooh. Golly!
1: Don't like that rad, ragweed. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was like croaky voice. I can't even do mm-hmm. the croaky voice. I was trying. No. To. It's weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah it's like Crip Keeper. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Instead of that, like hot, sexy radio voice, it's like uh, the do not call it your spooky a, voice. I, I'm you,
3: someone made a comment on, I'm like, you know, it's coming up to Halloween.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <What do> you, <laughs> it's a little Halloween message. Yeah. yeah. You can leave a little voicemail. Huh?
2: Yeah. So, um, I, am last week was for me all about, mm-hmm. you know, voting, preparing to vote, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That was my big thing. And, um, Tuesday, I went out and did the deal. Uh-huh. I did, and it was
1: Click pretty. The f- I
2: I, I, I did. the wheel. I, I, I sp- spun all those the wheel. pages. I spended the wheel a lot, and it, it, it was a good thing. I oh. felt wonderful having done it. It was good. I went up to West Gray, of course. Yeah. Um, and uh, my grandmother. My grandmother did her uh, melon ballot. Mm-hmm. So, so uh,
3: when was the last time she voted?
2: The last time she voted was in the Nixon election mm-hmm. but yeah she she I, I put her through a Beto, um a Beto debate with um, with Ted Cruz uh-huh. and she said ah, I want to vote <laughs> uh-huh. so right after right after that I was like okay well we yep. can do that we uh, there was yep. still a couple I think a couple of days or something sure and I uh, got her uh register registration off in the mail and uh then uh, another person uh was like hey can you check my registration and i looked at their registration they had something hinky going on Uh and so they went through the whole process of like fixing it it and everything so gotta start
1: early
3: yeah I mean that's the good thing about voting early. is yeah. you do have a chance if something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, did you guys vote?
1: Well, one of my speaking of voting early, one of my friends said. Uh, uh, our, our support group's going to go on uh, the 29th because it's at seven, It's open until 7 o'clock. And that's kind of right. when we meet. And, the, and, mm-hmm. and my friend said, uh, What happens if I get hit by a bus before then? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> First of all, I hope you don't. But second of all, like, uh, way to go out with the bang. Like, you know, like, this is how the future will be, you know? Um, I tried to get a group of people together and. The polls close at four thirty on the first week and we didn't catch yep. that point. Mm-hmm. So that we kind of all spread out. So I've been going multiple times and Wait, uh, right, right.
2: multiple times to vote? With,
1: with my friends. Oh, so okay. gotcha. I <laughs> hang out in line. I voted first thing probably about like eight twenty mm. at uh the West Gray polls. Mm-hmm. And apparently this was right after Beto had left because he mm. opened up the polls on West Gray. Right. And people were camping out before it opened <laughs> to make sure they got in line. And uh, I think it's a chronicle that said there were two thousand people there.
2: Yep, two thousand. I
1: don't doubt it. There wasn't a parking space to be found mm. in the shopping center, so oh, wow. I, I don't doubt wow. it. I don't okay. doubt it. So, um, and when I got there, the line was to the gate. So that's that's quite wow. long. I was in line for about forty minutes, but mm-hmm. it, was, it was very positive. Uh, got to meet a lot of the people on the ballot, got to hear about, you know, um, like, what they stood for. And I asked them because I want everyone else to hear it, too. And uh, you don't oftentimes see the person on, like, the second page or the third page. You just hear about, Mm. like, Beethoven or Cruz, Beethoven or Cruz. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much a done deal in my Mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. Like, if Cruz was going to do something, you, like, would have seen it happen by now. But Mm. he did come and tour, so I was trying to get ahead of the traffic that was supposed (laughs) to happen. And, um... So I voted and I've been getting trying to get my friends to vote and trying to let them you know know the hours, know uh, okay, well, who are the good supporters because you know, it's right about now that they start asking those questions.
2: Right. And I had, so my grandmother voted for the first time since Nixon. Mm -hmm. And then I had another family member who voted for the first time. This family, family member is a millennial Uh has never been politically inclined, never engaged, Mm -hmm. just doesn't give a shit about all that bullshit. And this time, you know, um, he was watching what was ha- happening, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, since certainly he knows me, seeing what's happening, he was like, nope, going to register, yeah. and he Good. went and voted yesterday. Wow.
1: I've been seeing people on my Facebook page saying, like, I voted, and I support you guys, and mm. or I voted, and I send my love, and, and I have a friend that's uh, in an oil and gas uh, relationship, her husband- moved to a different country and she messaged me with the Kavanaugh stuff. And she said, I want you to know we got our mail-in vote right away. How are you dealing with all this? Like they're mm. watching from afar. Wow. You know, people care, you know, yep. And you yeah. say I
3: vote on the first day, but there was this sinus stuff that was going so, on. so
2: I, I heard that you're food. you've decided to not vote because voting doesn't matter and yep. and
3: both parties are the same. That would be false and, news. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I, you know fake news. I got it wrong. True I can't fake I news. can't get the fake True news fake out quick enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's True the Christian fake, fake news.
1: That's <laughs> her sarcasm yep. tone. Nope.
3: Voted today finally, this is Thursday. And it was really interesting because usually I try to vote on the first day. And if for some reason I can't, then I'll definitely vote on the second day of early voting. It's just sort of my thing. I bet it was like painting you to not and, get and there. And by Wednesday, <laughs> I was starting to panic. I mean, I have a week and a half left. But... What
1: if I get hit by the bus
0: and I'm not even leaving the well, house? <laughs> and, and, and,
3: and, and until your friend mentioned that, I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Like, I really ah! would have been panicked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? So voting today was a... Generally quick and pleasant experience as it always is. Mm-hmm. Hung out, talked to a bunch of friends, and, yeah. and that one of the things that I find really interesting is how many actual candidates and people who are in office right. you get to just stand around and talk mm-hmm. to if you yeah. want to, if you want to, and ask questions. And they're generally pretty nice, and they're generally yeah. pretty straightforward. And if not, then go vote against them. It's right. simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. But, uh,
1: and I um I and I love some of the political things that are happening. Like apparently, there's supposed to be a A rainbow wave on Saturday and... uh, Do we
3: know what that is?
1: Well, I guess it's uh, all gay people are supposed to go vote. I don't know. Like Maybe I've been on the trans server for so long, I don't I, get the gay I, rate. So I don't I, know.
2: I I have less yeah. and less been using Facebook, and so I don't, I don't yeah. even know what that is. I'm what, not
1: sure, but...
3: Uh, I, I saw one mention someplace, and then when I tried to follow up, it didn't go anywhere.
1: Well, I teach yoga to uh, basically a gay class on Tuesday nights. and mm. So they're a happy class? Yeah, super happy. Oh my god. <laughs> they are way insistent about their stress relief you know I love these gotcha. people you know the world would want you to think that we're all uh, stress monkeys and it's coming to an end and people hate each other but honestly as a yoga instructor and a massage therapist I have seen more people get massages and more people get, turn to yoga and have a calm regimen you know and they just mm. like don't want that to change and so someone spoke up and said well don't forget to vote on Saturday it's the, the uh, rainbow wave and everybody mm. was like what just vote like like get there don't wait like what, what's going on uh-huh. 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 Okay. Uh-huh.
3: yeah because you know there there are some campaigns who are sending things out Implying that uh, November eighth is the date you should vote. Oh, oh yeah, I've oh. seen I've seen some things like that. some dirty tricks are happening like oh. that all yeah. over the country. The, the election is November sixth. In case you don't know, yes. Uh-huh. If someone uh-huh. tells you your group votes on the eighth, that means they don't want you to vote. Well, That's no, right. I have a
1: friend from Oakland that sent me a meme that said yoga votes, and then underneath it had November second. So I, I think people are using their groups, like their affiliations, their friends, their support groups to go vote. So, mm. yeah, but it, it, I had to look up the date and make sure wait like what What are yeah. our dates? Yeah, like, yeah what, exactly
3: yeah. you know as long as it's a date that's real that's <laughs> right. fine but yeah. if yeah. it's not a real date if, that's a really big yeah. problem.
2: Yeah and, and so what do you guys say? So I've heard from two people now mm-hmm. that they don't early vote because they believe that if you vote early your vote doesn't count. Now I don't know how that logic works I don't know where it came from I've never heard that But thankfully. Yeah yeah so that that like if, if you vote early early then your vote won't count Never how do you that. respond
3: to that it's really simple you know get real yeah you, can, <laughs> you yeah. can go look it up and see how many votes Stan Standard has counted for early voting mm-hmm. he has to when he actually reports the votes later he has to account for every one of those votes and here in Houston, uh, we're running about sixty four thousand a day.
1: I just That's think there's pretty a great. lot of. Ed- I mean, the more I'm around these type of conversations with the podcasts around, I did do political screening with the caucus, like I've said before, and uh, I learned. I learned to to ask these questions. I I hear about these things. You know, I didn't know this beforehand. Somehow along the way, uh, my young gay self said, "You know, women fought for the right to vote, so I voted." Um, and then I started getting caucus mail outs in my mailbox. So it came to me, the card came to me. I don't know how I found Mm -hmm. it, you know, or how it found me basically, or maybe I picked it up somewhere along the way. Well, the the way
3: way it found you is that Mm -hmm. you voted, the caucus buys a voter list Uh and then they send it to all the people that vote regularly, especially in the parts of town that they think, uh, might be receptive to their views.
1: Yeah. I mean, and this was like, I was nine, I was like, well, 18. So, I mean, Hmm. I'm 35 now, but but, I mean, I just looked at it as my little gay cheat sheet. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. these are the people, okay, done. Like, I never did any research. I never asked any mm. questions. And I think that this is a year to ask questions and do some research. Because on one hand, you have really supportive people on both mm-hmm. sides, which is nice. So you have to know which seat is going to support you. And, and also, like, what seat is going to do things that maybe make it easier or harder for you to vote? Like, there's some seats where... Uh, one of the ladies wants to have mobile voting or wants to open up more polls or keep them open longer. Mm-hmm. Like people aren't hearing anything about that, you know, cause everything else is about the main, the main mm-hmm. arguments, mm-hmm. the main panels. So yeah. And
3: you know, the only place they hear that is if you go to some event where those people are speaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the, uh, the other thing with that is that <laughs> she wants to on election day, have you able to vote everywhere? just like you That'd are right now and, which would really help and yeah. so
2: i want to add so uh, another uh kind of myth that i would like you to address alexis mm-hmm. um so uh, these these are like um okay so uh another uh, reason i saw someone give for their apathy and uh like non-engagement um is that look you know the Russians are just going to like steal the election. Some someone's going to steal the election. There's going to be some sort of hacker that hacks in and flips a switch, and it's all going to change. How how do you respond to that kind of stuff? Well, okay. To be in here with, in
3: Texas, there, I was going to say there's a lot of disinformation. Yeah. And honestly, I'm amazed at how much Facebook is doing to eliminate the disinformation on Facebook. They actually are doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But disinformation, you know, you just have to do your own research and see if it's reasonable. When you come down to actually hacking it, there are some election systems that are pretty easy to hack. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look historically, paper ballots are pretty easy to stuff ballot boxes. Uh, the old style mechanical machines, you could go in and rig the machines. That happened at various places. The electronic voting that we do now actually has had less problems. Mm-hmm. In Texas, um, I don't know whether I would say, and, and not everywhere in Texas uses the same system. Uh, Harris County, for instance, uses systems that have computers that are not connected to the internet in any way. So it's almost impossible to hack the computers. You'd have to physically be in the polls. Most of the people who work in the polls are pretty adamant about keeping the vote very safe. In fact, I don't know anyone <laughs> yeah. that isn't. I don't care what yeah. party they're in. Yeah. They almost always, and I say almost because I'm sure there's an exception someplace, will have an election judge, and then they will have an assistant judge that's from a different party. And so you, you sort of have to co-op lots of people to hmm. get the people to do that.
2: Okay, so <coughs> in order to hack the Harris County election, all you need to do is like have a secret cabal of Democrats and Republicans who are election judges and volunteers at and, every polling place, yes? and terribly
3: computer savvy. Oh,
2: okay, okay, gotcha. And okay. not
3: and not like new computers. These computers are a little bit <laughs> <laughs> not ancient, but the, but they aren't new. And, and, and what happens is that. When you vote, the information goes into two computers on site that are separate. They physically were picked up that morning by the election judge. They have been verified that morning. The election judge then runs verification software. If it doesn't verify, there's all sorts of stuff they have to do. Mm And it produces a paper tape of the verifications, not of the votes, not of the people that voted. Then there's a count all day. And what you get at the end of the day is you get a count of the people that voted, and that's by counting the ballots that have votes, et cetera, and the number of people that registered. Frequently, there will be an over or under vote. Mm -hmm. Those have to be accounted for one way or the other. And then the election judge physically takes the computers down to be counted. They give them to the county clerk. Now, Mm -hmm. the thing about this is that if someone, let's say a candidate says, I'm really suspicious about this particular poll, you know. Well, all they have to do is sign a little form, hand it to someone to be a poll watcher. And that poll watcher has a right to watch every vote that is taken, everything that happens with the computers, and to literally follow those computers from the poll till they go into being counted, and then follow them all the way through the counting. And that there will be people doing that.
1: Sounds pretty transparent.
3: And, you know... Anything that they see, they can complain about it all has to be reported to the either county or district clerk, the election clerk. Mm-hmm. And it has to be resolved some way or other and notes made. So it, it, it's so transparent if you want but it to be.
2: Stan Stewart is a Republican. Therefore, he can control all the votes. He can like, just add some more or take some away or whatever because, you know. Except for it, the fact
3: he's, that there's a whole lot of people standing there when he's counting. And I say he, it's his staff looking over their shoulder. And there are a lot of people who are standing there looking invested, over their shoulders.
2: Yeah. Okay, so he's in on this conspiracy. All of his people are in on this conspiracy. The poll walkers are on well, the conspiracy. The, uh, the, the the computers are part of the conspiracy. But the, and for the, the
3: For the city election a few years ago... Several of us sat down and said, how many people would it take to do do something? We, we actually did this math. And it's like 50 people, all of whom are in different parties with different opinions. Sure, if you can get that many people to go along with it for one or two polling places uh-huh. out of the hundreds and hundreds that we have, maybe. It, it, you know, it's just not going to happen in all honesty. Okay,
2: and, and I have one other apathy question. the The assertion is, well... Both parties are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're Let's they're get the rid of same this two party system. Yeah, you know it, it's uh, it's all rigged. They're all the same people. they're it doesn't matter which
3: one's in charge. Well, Even
2: if now, you're invested in that. building
1: the two party system, mm-hmm. I'm not invested in voting. Is okay. What I've yes. Heard. Yes. Yeah. So
3: so you know my opinion is both parties are the same. They're both power hungry. All the people in them are totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you vote for the people, you don't vote for the party. I hope. Except there is this little thing you can click right at the top that says, I'm voting for the party. I don't care about the people. Right. That, in my opinion, is a big mistake. I have never voted a straight ticket in my life. In fact, in Texas, you won't be able to after this year. I've never done it either. I don't
1: know what some people are going to do. Some people love their little... Oh, most people,
3: I think, in Texas... In fact, I know most people in Texas vote a straight ticket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you can currently vote a straight ticket and then go change the few that you want to change. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't find that very safe. But, but, you know, the biggest thing about it is that if you think that... uh, well, we'll go to the top of the ticket. You think Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke are the same? Something's really wrong with they're,
2: you. They're both <laughs> politicians. They're they're both corrupt. They're they're both uh, they they both lie. They they both uh, you know they don't really. Neither one of them really cares about people. They're they're just in it for for well, you know to their that corporate point, I would masters. Say if you're
1: not going to vote, that's a vote.
3: No, yeah, that's know? the other mm-hmm. part. But what I was about to say is. Other than they're both being politicians, I don't think you'll find that what you just (laughs) said is true. Now, the other side of it is that I always find it interesting to look at what people are campaigning on, what they're saying in their campaign, and especially if they've been in office, look and see what they've done. Mm -hmm. If the two don't match, then it's bullshit. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't put it any other way. Mm -hmm. And, Uh, And right now, for instance one of those two candidates that I mentioned at the top is suddenly your best friend when he was your worst enemy a week or two ago. (laughs) You know, he's the same one that sort of like just got embraced by the president that called him all sorts of names.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. For a year and a half. That was (laughs) great. (laughs) He's the one who voted against, uh, you know, making it illegal to have uh for for insurance companies to discriminate you, uh, against you based on pre-existing conditions he's the one that was against that voted against it worked really hard to vote against it and uh you know but now you say now you say they never do it well here in Texas do we not here in Texas are we not part of a national like Ring of states who are voting, who who are trying to fight in the courts for um, insurance companies to be able to discriminate against you on the
3: basis of your pre-existing condition. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about it is that when you sit here in Texas, I look at it differently. Our Texas Attorney General is yes. filing all these things. Yes. I don't think it represents many Texans. Uh, so wait, 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 wait.
2: Our, our Attorney General, the, the guy who's an indicted felon? Yeah, that's him. Okay. Who also
3: is keeping one of the counties from well, he's convincing one of the counties not to fund his prosecution so that he doesn't have to go to court and see whether or not he's going to end up in jail. But both parties are the same. I mean, not in you my know, mind. If,
2: if if there's a different party <laughs> if, in there, you know, they would be the exact same thing, right? Well and see,
3: sort of from my mind when you say party, I'm looking at the people at the top and I sort of see them somewhat as the same. <laughs> Now, the candidates are totally different throughout uh-huh. the parties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not every good candidate is in the Republican Party or the Democrat Party. They switch back and forth. There are really good candidates that are really good people and do really good things in the Republican Party. And there are really good candidates who are really good people and do really good things in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And. There's really bad candidates in each one of the parties too that do really bad things. Again,
2: yeah, here in Texas, the reason why a bathroom bill didn't pass, we had to thank um, uh, Sarah Davis. I'll be really blunt: a Republican. Some uh, some Republicans, and you know, here in Houston, the reason why we had trans health care at shelters and stuff, and we made and we had. Uh, shelters that were going to take trans people is because a republican named ed intimate was like yeah all that bullshit we're not doing it right now this is you know this is a real deal
3: and then on the other hand here in houston we have some state judges Mm -hmm. that actually are in business with a gentleman named jared woodfull and stephen hotsey wow wow who are not our friend. <laughs> I'll put you know, it that way. Uh, it, I feel like. But, but you, wait, wait, I, I got to finish. And they're hearing cases that Jared Woodful brings before them. And oddly enough, their business partner, Jared Woodful, wins.
1: And are these have, the Republican conservatives of Harris County?
3: That's the group, that's one of the groups that Jared Woodful and Stephen Hotze own, yeah. except this is a side group that they're in business about because, see, the judges can't donate to that group but they can buy advertising from this other group and become partners and that's what they've done now uh-huh. the real problem with this is they don't even disclose that to some of the uh, other attorneys now sure. we immediately think these are republicans but not all of them are there's are some democratic judges also there are republican uh-huh. judges that fall into So
2: this. I I'm going to make a new rule uh-huh. yeah have you ever seen young frankenstein no said yes. the millennial. <laughs> yes, says the non-millennial. Uh, okay, you know, you mean, how, I'm not really you mean a TV young Frankenstein? <laughs> yes. How how Frau Brucka? Whenever she get, has her name spoken, Frau Brucka, and then the lightning goes off yes. and the horses yes. okay. go yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Like anytime someone yeah. says the name Hotsy Stephen Hotsy, we need to have that same yeah, thing. We, we have to get a sound Ooh, effect. Yeah.
0: We, I,
3: I think we have the ability to do yeah. that.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and, and, and I mean, you know, for those of you who don't know, is sort of like the totally uh, <sighs> typical despicable person. Yeah, I <laughs> and, mean, and, he
2: he runs a hate group, a Southern Poverty Law Center hate group. He's I, the one could, that. Could, wait, wait, wait.
3: He runs a bunch of hate groups, yes, not just yes. one.
2: He's the one that got up on stage, drunkenly swinging a sword around in the air, talking about, screaming about how he was going to uh, run all the quote homofascists out of his city.
1: Well, and I'm still seeing a lot of the bathroom bill mail-outs. And and now they added the drag queen story time. Uh, Mm -hmm. We don't want our kids to be uh, subjected to this. And they have a really bad um stock photo of what is supposed to be mm-hmm. a drag queen and it's right. it's not great at all and and it's re- it's paid for by one of these groups and no
3: it's paid for by that group by that hootsie's by group, group. Mm-hmm. i mean let's be straight
1: yeah that might be forget on the, the straight part the st- <laughs> let's be <No>. real <laughs> let's be real there we go yeah yeah i mean that might be on our sue list coming up or something because like <laughs>
3: Shh. you're not supposed to mention that.
0: that ain't no real drag queen <laughs>
3: well, and one of my questions was um before they swapped out to the one they're using now, they had a photo of uh, one of our drag performers here mm-hmm. that they were using. And my question to several people was, do they have the right to use that photo? Because, you know, it, it's like yeah. anything else. If they're a performer, you can't just grab their photo and use right. it for advertising without paying a lot of money. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
3: Well, and, and they did send some of those out. In <laughs> some place, I have one. I kept it on purpose. <laughs> And, huh. it, and and it, someone's like, well, how would you find out who it is? I'm like, we all know who this is.
1: <laughs> right, we know our performers. Exactly. Like, we know yeah, our like people. That, that's not a problem. I mean, just just in case someone new walked about, I, I happen to check in with people like, oh, you've never seen this person, have you? They're like, that's a stock photo that's been used a whole bunch of times. And mm-hmm. so right. the great thing about our community is we've seen this hate mail so many times that we like get the look for it. <laughs> right. But then I also I have people that you know, are just coming about in their mind that are like, well, wait a minute, what's so bad about my Republican Party? What's so bad about, you know, Republicans? Like, what do they do? How do they affect your life? And I'm like, where do I start? But it's not everyone. It's just, you know, certain people. And when you get mail outs like that, I can just send them the images. I'm like, is this what you want your party to represent? Because this is what they mail out, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not great. It's like,
2: uh, so I, I saw... Um, we actually shared it on the trans advocate Facebook page. Anna Navarro, she uh, wrote this tweet responding to Caitlyn Jenner. That was because Caitlyn Jenner shared this stupid picture. It said just the picture was like a says trans people won't be erased. Trans people won't be erased. Trans people won't be erased. And Anna responded, "Girl, we tried to tell you. Girl, we tried to tell you. Girl, we tried to tell you. you." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know because you know people very diligently Mm -hmm. tried to tell her. Look, Mm -hmm. this person." will bring about a lot of bad things for the people you claim to be your people.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's there's inter-community uh, disagreements, segregation, uh, survivor politics. I don't know what to call it, but the minute you see something like, let's say, the drag queen story time, I see trans women saying, well, I'm not a drag queen, and I would never look that bad, or you know, I look better, or whatever and it's like oh, the transsexual
2: like, separatists but
1: but <laughs> here's the thing whether you identify that way or not whether you dress that way or not you're gonna leave it up to a hater to evaluate that mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. what happens in real life yeah These there's are, this this brings upon hate and this brings upon profiling <laughs> and uh, i mean i don't know any haters that are that educated to be like Oh wait, you're a trans woman. That's okay. You go in the yeah, bathroom, yeah. The but you drag don't... queens, your makeup is yeah, out no, of no. order. The hate cr- the, you know, those like people that, don't what even know enough
2: to go oh okay well you're a cis woman Uh who has short hair Uh so therefore i shouldn't kick the shit out of you would that be the
3: people who tried to stop cis women from going into the restrooms after the last session
1: yes and most of of these people don't even know the word cis yet like Mm -hmm. they don't know we know we use that but they don't know you know Mm -hmm. i had a friend of mine call me she's like i read the gender book i support you i'm excited about your work but I that was the first time I ever heard I was called sis, you know, like, and where are these people learning about gender, and I'm like, honestly there are a lot of resources now than, from when our book came mm-hmm. out, but one of the main reasons why we did it is because there wasn't anything mm-hmm. and then on top of it all I would have never thought, and Alexis would have known um, history and whatnot, but, like, I would have never thought that it would have been all things trans in the media right now. You know, all things trans-military, all things Mm -hmm. trans-politics, all things whatever, whatever, whatever. But... At this point, if you haven't looked up the word or some terms, <laughs> uh, you're buried in the, in the... You know, you got a little head in the sand, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, there's a lot of glossary terms, facts, mm-hmm. Q&A stuff, memes, uh-huh. Caitlyn Jenner's reality show. I'm, I don't care where you get your information, mm-hmm. but and, the and, trans word has gotten out there. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and and if
3: you only look at, say... Oh, Hollywood news! It's all over the place mm-hmm. there and everything else. I mean, one of my big concerns a few years back was we're getting too popular,
0: right? <laughs> you know,
3: right. They, yeah, you want to be known, but you don't want to be known too well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that you you had mentioned something to the effect of you know, there's this group of people who, um, and I've I've run across them all, you know, throughout my activist life, where you know, oh well. I'm not like those people over Mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. I'm normal like you people over there. Uh, You know, playing that kind of, I guess they call it
3: respectability politics
2: or something. Maybe, but but they
1: end up being really disrespectful. Well, yeah, it
3: it is. But you know, I look at it this way to begin with. I'm not like any other person. Neither is anyone else I know. Now, maybe (laughs) I'm just weird. So it's like, okay, so I'm not like you. But when you get into the... Oh, you know, I'm okay because I'm more like them. No, you aren't. I, it, 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 <laughs> exactly. It, it's really simple. I mean, I'm sorry. I, like, like, you I aren't do, anything like I them. Do. and they aren't anything like you. But we need to get used to that. Yes, so it's okay. Exactly. Like, exactly.
2: I I,
1: res- I respect that I'm very different in some cases from some trans mm-hmm. beings under the umbrella. Sure. Right, like. Uh, I'm not currently taking any hormones. I'm not currently seeking out any surgeries beyond the shoulder surgery I've had. Like, you know, I mean, what, was
2: that trans surgery that or just surgery? Was
1: three more no. shoulders. Yeah, but that, yeah, This will allow me to work more. No, uh, I'm still employable. But like, I mean, I use my privilege. But it's it we 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 do have different steps along the journey. Mm-hmm. I I acknowledge that. But we're not that far different when you come into the eyes of a hater. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not that far different when you come into the eyes of policymaking, you know, like, I think we all could, uh, get to the page where we realize, like we've been talking about a few times, like who the real, problem is, who the real hate is, and mm-hmm. I saw the Kate Bornstein article. Uh, no, no, article. no, see,
2: you don't understand as long as you uh, identify uh. as a true transsexual.
1: Oh. oh, oh, wait, oh
2: wait, wait, oh, wait. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait oh. A post stop. Oh. Oh, true transsexual. I was even then you're I was told
1: recently that transsexuals aren't even transgender, so we don't even oh, need to yeah, talk about yeah, that. Yeah.
2: So, so you're yeah. not you're not going to be affected yeah. by any of this Trump stuff. You uh-huh. can go on voting for Trump and oh, supporting no. Trump because you're a true transsexual no. and Trump understands that you are different from the rest of the and, lot And I
3: have friends and I will say friends. <laughs> In the transgender community, who believe exactly that? Uh, poor, deluded fools. And they're they're becoming a little bit less enamored with some of the things they believe. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I guess my whole thing is that if I look at equality, right, I don't really want equality for transsexuals. I don't want equality for drag queens. I don't want equality for transgender people. I don't want equality for um, Latina. I, I don't want equality for mm-hmm. anyone. I want equality mm-hmm. and. You know, it. We shouldn't do all of the add-ons with it. We should right. just be going for equality, and then the rest of that shit doesn't matter because right. it's sort of like everybody gets to do this, etc. And, and I really loved what the one judge in Minnesota a little while back said. He's like, you know, the first two words say "We the People." He said. That's all I need for my decision. Right,
0: right. If you aren't one of the people, then okay, we can discuss it.
1: Right.
3: But beyond that, I don't need to go any further.
1: And Mm -hmm. what Kate Bornstein was saying was in the Rolling Stone article she just put out is like, instead of fighting for no, my suffering is worse or no, your suffering is not mine, you know? Uh-huh. Like, why don't we all understand that uh, we actually have a lot in common when it mm-hmm. comes to the chopping block, you know? And our systems are not set up for all people. And 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 then I'm getting off of, like, what she said and, and, and getting into, like, where some of the main issues come from. Like, we all just want to pee. We want to so- work. We want to be... You know, happy like Alexis was saying, the scale for success from Ben Sasser was if you go to high school and get a job and go to college and get married and have kids. I don't know that we all want that formula, no, but, but we, we want we, to be able to live our lives. But and we have would like to be able to
3: if we wanted
2: to. Yeah, so so that's for, the key. For we instance, but this is how it's kind of privilege. all connected. Like, so in South Carolina, mm-hmm. after the the stuff was leaked about. Uh, the upcoming, you know, anti-trans policies and whatever. Um, so in South Carolina, there is a an adoption agency, um, a Christian. Well, no, I can't say a Christian. It, it's a it's a non-Catholic Christian. Uh, uh, adoption agency right, not and all Christians um, are created you know either. yeah they they want uh the the right mm-hmm. yeah they want the government the federal government to yeah. excuse them from 14th amendment issues and allow them to discriminate against uh you know all the gays and all the transes and all the Jews, and all the
3: Catholics.
2: Oh, wait. There's and,
1: Jews that have been through all this shit before? Uh-huh, uh, oh, okay. Well,
3: they, yeah, they wait, don't wait, want wait. those. How, how about, you know, the, the racial differences? Do they want to be excused from all those, too? Well, huh. I'm sure there are some people
2: Where would they out land on there.
1: that? Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just
2: curious. You end
1: up shooting yourself in your own foot after a while. Well, I mean, I, but
2: this is where that goes it's yeah. it inevitably you know you start with one group and then you well, know you loop in this yeah. other group. and what were you talking about alexis you were talking about you know one thing that uh you know some of the some of the queer folks in the community are missing about the whole you know going after trans oh, yeah. people being the first
3: step to I, revoking I mean, same-sex marriage one of the problems that the current administration has in attacking same sex marriage is we confuse it and we being the transgender community because you know if if everything that's sitting in place now which isn't much but what is sitting there now is in place and you start to go attack tra- uh, same sex marriage you get into the whole issue of well but what if they just self identify as now this goes when that goes to court the courts are like look this is one of those things that you end up the same place whether we change this or not and they aren't <laughs> going to be interested so one of the things they have said for some time is they have to clean up the whole bit with the transgender community. When they do that, guess what? Same-sex marriage is going to be wide open.
2: Plus, you know, then you get into this weird situation where, you know, if if same-sex, if, if marriage is defined by a man with XY chromosomes. No, no,
3: no. Wait, wait, wait. That's not where they're going careful okay that that, that's much better than where they're going (laughs) okay because what they're going with is it being defined as the initial identification made by a doctor in that two and a half seconds that they take where they might be
2: mistaken right okay so that initial uh you know whatever so um for for instance i've seen a number of uh news articles over the years come up where you know oh, gee, you know, the wife or the husband happen to have interesting chromosomes. Or, um, you know... But you're talking science now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, um, you know...
1: Wait, you'd actually have to have access and privilege to insurance to get chromosome testing. Are they willing hmm. to give us that? No, of course.
3: No, not. Of course not. Well, then
1: forget that.
3: <laughs> well, but you'd have to almost require that at birth each time, and now all of a sudden you're going to have to pay for Would it. it. fall
1: under HIPAA finally, and we don't even have to talk about whose gender. <laughs> well, and
3: see that's what? what I was going to say. And, the, ne- and yes. the next thing is, I mean, I happen to think a lot of that stuff falls under HIPAA anyway. And
2: but, you know, and, and what's always felt but, weird to me this idea that government can legislate as a medical fact that this is the only medical finding that can never be questioned by anyone or any anywhere at any point later if when more medical and relevant information comes forward, this medical
3: opinion is unassailable and unchangeable. Well, they can... They can legislate. They can legislate anything. They've legislated a lot of stupid things before. Mm-hmm. I mean, prohibition was a wonderful thing, except <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, for criminals. Uh, you know, and we unlegislated it. But, 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 yeah, there, there's two things. Number one, when, when you start talking about this, what I foresee is if, if the stuff passes so that everything's based on your absolute original, uh, you know, assessment by a doctor. I see malpractice suits going sky high because it's like, you picked the wrong friggin' sex. (laughs) You you got it wrong. It's ruined my life. I want a billion Mm dollars. You know, it's like a week before the insurance companies tell the doctors, we aren't going to cover you uh, signing a birth certificate ever again. (laughs) At which point now, where do we go? I'm not sure, but it, it could be interesting. I mean, that's, that's one way you go. Biggest thing though, that I guess I keep thinking about is, you know, if you have a bunch of people and you're wanting to go one way and they're wanting to go the other way and it's pretty much not going your way, there's this long-standing approach to everything called divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. And they have been really, really good And the they you get to pick who you like in splitting us up. Mm-hmm. The fact is there is a group of people who are not getting the same level of access to everything or anything in the United States as other people. Those are the ones being discriminated against. Pick whatever you want. I don't know why we all aren't banding together and saying, stop it.
0: Mm -hmm. Because
3: there's enough of us if we actually banded together. But then what happens is, as soon as you start doing that, one of the segments will get poked by, usually the internet these days, used to be by mailers. And they'll start attacking one of the other segments. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder where those came from. Mm-hmm. And then another segment starts attacking others. Yeah.
2: In fact, that, that is going on right now in Washington State. So there's a, a right-wing group, a right-wing pack. Who has done some, you know, some really ingen, there, like some brilliant, like political maneuvering. What they found is okay. So they have a Democrat, and they get some, you know, they get the mail, the registered mailers, uh, you know, the the addresses and everything. They look into that community, find like a really out there radical activist from that demographic, from that area, and says, "Look, you know." don't vote for the democrat they're not progressive enough they're actually you know more republican than progressive you know if you really you know like your 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 you know your values you really want the kind of country that you know you're you're dreaming of what you should do is write in this person's name instead of voting for a democrat
1: Oh, shit, I'm going to end up on a ballot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, you aren't weird enough.
1: Okay,
3: let's put it this way. They have, they have a, my
1: mom would kill me. <laughs> We've actually talked about yeah, okay, this. Okay, so you, you may need to bleep this,
3: but they haven't found <laughs> you.
1: <yeah. laughs> okay. Yeah, it well, I, uh, okay. I, uh, yeah, no, I... My, mean, yeah, my but, mom and I have talked about this. Yeah, But,
3: but that's stuff that... They do. It's a disinformation. They don't care sure. about anything. And, you know, normally that would probably be illegal, except you have to be in power and you have to be the one that gets to prosecute, et cetera. I mean, that's one of the reasons that we worked so darn hard here in Houston at the last round of elections to get Kim Og in as DA, because the the DA has a lot of power right. in deciding who mm-hmm. does or doesn't get prosecuted. Like... <laughs> Saying a lot of power is such an understatement. I'm trying to <laughs> think of something bigger. Basically, she makes all the decisions about right. that. And there's nothing you can do about it if she decides to.
1: All of this is a lot to keep up with. Like, it is. Yeah.
3: And the big thing about it is that what's happening right now from the side that is against equality is they are attacking from every direction they can think of just to wear people down and split them apart. There's yeah, no question that's about strategy. it. They go over and over and over again and... Since they're sort of in power, mm-hmm. they do it with our money. Mm-hmm. they don't do it with their well, own money.
1: That's what I end up getting you know i I just actually go for it with some of the people that are not uh, you know they're not knowledgeable of our history, they're not understanding of what their party does, and I just say, you know, feel free to be pissed that they're spending your money on this mm-hmm. like if yeah. that's mm-hmm. what matters to you some something's got to matter to you, and our income is our income. you worked for it, so if that matters to you. Have a say in the way that it's spent, Mm -hmm. you know? I
3: mean, Ken Paxton files lawsuits that cost every Texan hundreds and hundreds of dollars.
1: A full special session on just trans stuff? Get pissed about that. We had other things to use that money for. And, you
3: know, and my thing is, it's like, you know, given the state of our schools, Mm -hmm. the state of our Mm -hmm. economy, before the storms, the state of our, you know, flood control, et cetera, Uh you can't tell me that a single bathroom bill is the most important thing, and that's the only thing that was discussed mm-hmm. in the special session because they just didn't throw it out, and mm-hmm. it, you know, it kept going until the session ended, and they did nothing else. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. It is nowhere close to anything that's even important, let alone the most important in the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,
2: and that, I was, uh, I was thinking, you know, it's like these groups sit around thinking about all the problems in the world. Yeah. And. The one that they land on, the one that they pick, the one that is most important and worth putting their political chips forward on is where I
3: pee. Mm -hmm. Actually, you're wrong about the first part. It's like a lot of other things. If you make an a priori assumption that's incorrect, then the rest of it doesn't work. Hmm. They don't sit around thinking about all the things that are important in the world. They sit around thinking about how can I keep myself in power. Mm-hmm.
2: Well there's that and uh, you know what the reality and, is and by think, the
3: way attacking where UP IP Robin P everybody else pees, seems to be the way they can keep themselves in power which is pretty sad but you know it worked <laughs> it worked
2: against and uh, it works it worked against the ERA it worked against black people it worked against people with HIV it worked against Oh uh, it's, a, the if, inter- it's a,
1: if it ain't broke why And <laughs> you got to
3: give them credit they keep doing what works and <laughs> we're the ones that let it work
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So one of these days we're going to catch the thread of, oh, you did this. Maybe we need to take pictures of all the times they did it for all the errors that they did it and just say, wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a trans issue.
2: And the whole, you know, X group is a rapist meme. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, that would be it. And, yeah. and you know,
3: the, the this this is back to the no science. I mean. It's not exactly science, but statistics is a science. Also, if you go back to who's most likely to be a child rapist, it is not the trans community.
1: Right, Republicans <coughs> <Right>. in
3: bathrooms. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the Catholics are not
0: your friends, <laughs> right. right? Not when
3: it comes to this. If you're a little kid, especially that, male,
2: right? You know, you you have to go back to uh, Birth of a Nation. You know, was that 1914 or something yeah. like that? With that, uh, you know, the whole thing about okay, so you know, these black people are getting some political power mm. now after Reconstruction and stuff mm-hmm. but you know here's this blockbuster film who that's going to be seen mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. all over the place and the theme is those good white people you know saving those poor women folk from the black rapists
3: that's mm-hmm. it and you know that wasn't even round one mm-hmm. i mean right. it, it goes Willy way, Horton, way back. Horton, you know right. yeah, but but you know you, you think about this if you look at some of these religions what they've done most of the life of the religion is kill people on behalf mm-hmm. of the religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I have a problem with that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people, you
2: know, get a, a sense of community, a sense of, you know, who they are as a human being by. Defining what other people are not, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we are saved. We are the special ones of God, whichever denomination of whichever sect of whichever religion or whatever. But they happen to have the right one and the mm-hmm. right out view and everything. And that entitles them then to on behalf of their, you know, rightness uh to to go
3: after various communities right Uh, and and, you know the thing about it is that as long as it stays totally within their community and it's all consenting and it's all adult related i don't care what they do now when they reach out and want me to do it oh now we have a different story
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay so let me be devil's advocate here so uh, uh Oh you has- said
3: devil's advocate. I just heard the devil.
2: <laughs> well well shh, you're not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> it's Halloween. So, <laughs> <come on. laughs> so um okay, so the religious right like, you know, cultish person would say, Well, is that not what you're doing with uh with with drag uh drag the drag days drag story telling? time? Uh-huh. Aren't you forcing children to be in the presence of a drag queen?
1: No, nope.
3: We're inviting them to,
1: and no. I don't mind if
3: you invite people to your church.
1: I mean drag queen storytime was created for literacy support and to get kids uh, involved in reading and having somebody look that looks magical that looks uh, you know fantasy based oh. and you know very creative in front of them reading books like the kids love it. the parents bring them the kids love it um, and it's popped up all around the nation, and I think it was just in a drive to keep going with literacy, really, and, hmm. and kid time.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, when we get down to it, the reality is I think that, uh, you know, that group, Hotsi's group, uh, exists to, uh, you know, to throw red meat, to to find some,
3: you know, some group for the haters mm-hmm. to hate on, yeah. But but what's interesting is on these sorts of situations, and it really applies to Hoetze, if you keep looking and looking, suddenly you find there's a bunch of money involved.
1: Mm-hmm. Follow the money. I mean,
3: Hoetze and his card that he puts out gets a huge amount of money every election cycle, and he uses that to finance these groups. Well, huh. we're working on trying to make it less and less and less. Uh, you know, he still gets a lot, but it's probably going to be less this year, and it's probably going to be even less the next round of elections because... The Republicans have decided they'd rather have the money in their party than Hoetzee's pocket, which is Mm -hmm. a good thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I have no belief that it's because they're becoming a little bit more uh, liberal (laughs) at all. But I don't care why. It's sort of like if the effect's there, I'm good with it.
2: If Hoetzee is being, you know, sidelined and his hate isn't being spewed... Uh, you know, in mainstream, in the mainstream, which is exactly what we saw with Hero.
3: Absolutely. Um,
2: you know, I am I feel much better, more secure
3: in my society. Uh, you know, and, I do. And, you know, the interesting thing is he and a couple other people actually threatened judges that if they, you know, find cases certain ways that uh, he'll primary them and make sure they never get elected and those sorts of things. Well,
2: that has been happening for years. Of course it has. That happened. uh, I first heard about that in the late 90s when Hoetze found out some of his judges were signing off on name changes and name and gender changes. And there
3: have been situations where Jared Woodful, who's the other person in that group, one of the other people, uh, would go sit in a courtroom when someone was there for a name change and shake his head no when the judge looked up. You know, my view is that is so, so, so wrong yeah. and against judicial ethics, et cetera, that it, it's ridiculous. Now, I, you know, it, it's, it's not right. It's not what should happen. It is happening. And I think, you know, we just have to keep fighting it, et cetera. And and go on with it, and, and we've had some luck with it. it. It's toning down a little bit, but but I do find it hopeful that the Republicans have decided that they'd rather have that money that goes to Hoitzi rather than have Hoitzi have it. <laughs> so right. you have
1: to wait for it to tone down. You have <laughs> to wait for them to you know stick their own foot in it basically and ruin themselves. And then, I mean, what do you do in the meantime? Like, how do you? You just keep pushing, yeah. and you
3: keep doing the best you can, and you look for opportunities, and you know. It seems like it's taking us forever with some of the things that TFA is doing, mm. but we're actually doing things pretty quick. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, you know, hopefully we'll get to a point where we can do some more direct stuff in the not terribly distant future. Right.
2: So yeah. uh, I want to take a break Okay, uh, good. Okay. Uh, real quick. And when we come no, back, not quick. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, okay, I want to take a <laughs> break. Whenever we come back, I have a couple of things that I want to ask your opinions about.
0: If you're trans, intersex, or genderqueer, and are a victim of a disaster, we can help with our Trans Disaster Relief Fund. And if you're going to college, university, or trade school, you can apply for one of our scholarships. Located in Houston, Texas, we hold weekly support group meetings and run the only community-owned transgender archive that's open to the public. If you'd like to learn more about any of this, just go to transadvocate.com. (laughs)
2: Okay, so hey, we're back, and what I wanted to talk to you guys about, uh, (laughs) very (laughs) directly, is, okay, there's a lot of concern, fear, anxiety Mm -hmm. around the the policy that he who shall not be named is uh, claiming that he's going to put in place after the election. Okay, so
3: basically... What you're saying is that you're talking about the policy that the New York Times said someone leaked to them that the Trump administration is putting together so they can do this after. Well, actually I think they said they were going to do it quicker than that. But anyway, the, that one. The, right. So the they erase everybody that's trans yeah. type policy is. So it's called.
2: I've I've noticed people reacting to this in different ways. Some people I've seen want to stick their head in the sand and just kind of go la 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 and say, you know, look, this this, you know, I I don't want to see this kind of stuff. I don't want to know about this kind of stuff. I've seen people just outright into not now this this specific incident incidents comes from a Trump supporter who happens to be trans that uh, anyway they, they believe that it's all a conspiracy that uh, this is actually an, Obama, an an Obama era holdover who created this policy and is dropping it and leaking it to make Trump look bad so that's what they believe in their own little world out there so, so, so they can so still support Trump and let's pause for just a second on that okay?
1: that's like everywhere.
2: No,
3: but okay, so,
1: so, oh,
0: so if, if they
3: believe this, uh-huh. then they obviously believe that Trump agrees with it. Otherwise, the Trump administration could simply say, no, that's ridiculous. Well, but the Trump administration hasn't said no, that's ridiculous. I'm
2: not I'm not I'm, I am certainly not saying that their conspiracy theory makes any sort of rational sense. I'm just saying that this is one way that this this particular type of person is dealing with it, they're telling themselves this big convoluted conspiracy theory to make it okay. Another person is saying, you know, look, you know, this is raising my anxiety. So please don't talk about it. Please don't share it around me. You know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've I've seen other people say, um, you know, well, you need to get involved. You need to, you know, we'll do this and we'll do that. And it'll somehow prevent this from happening. Right.
1: So an article came out and so, people are reacting. Yeah. As it will so, how, their lives.
2: so So, a couple of things. A, what is the policy? B, what are the actual policy ramifications? What What is real and what is bullshit? And C, what can should we
3: feasibly do okay my opinion is that this is dangerous because we aren't talking policy we're talking rules and when congress doesn't specify something the bureaucracy gets to make rules there were rules made that were pretty favorable to the transgender community and what they're talking about doing is getting rid of all those rules now the problem with that from our standpoint is that any of the laws, and there's quite a few of them, a lot of them being state laws that protect transgender people that are based on those rules, will suddenly not be able to be used for precedents, or at least if they are, they'll be very, very weak precedents. Uh, the court cases won't change. It's just that they have no effect after that on any other court cases. So it, it, it's a, a, a big problem should it go away. What, what has actually happened is nothing Because, you know, rulemaking, you basically have to formulate the rules, you have to publish the rules, you have to allow public comment on the rules, and then you have to implement the rules. Now, along that whole series of things, um, the bureaucracy can do pretty much what they want, but... Congress can also get involved if now, they
2: want. Now, now, just to give people a sense, just a historical sense, um, some of you know uh, the history of how trans medical care was banned from uh, from government insurance. Programs and uh, how that, those policies were then copied word for word into private insurance companies, um, that whole process took almost a decade. And so there was this rationale published, and that went forward, and it was until 1988 or 89 that it was actually published in the Federal
3: Register. It took a long time. And and it normally does take a long time. Now, that doesn't mean somebody can't pop out an executive order that says ignore it and then that goes to court and you get, you know, we've got executive order messes all over the place since mm-hmm. Trump's been in. But, you know, so that that's sort of what has to start it. None of that's even started yet. They haven't even done any pre-rulemaking or anything like that. But now,
1: executive you, order means you can change it back, too, with a different president. Of course, you can yeah. change it with a president.
3: But, see, the big thing about it is that when the bureaucracy, bureaucracy starts to make rules... If you have a Congress that's halfway reasonable, they can start to get involved. Every time Congress gets involved, things slow down. And to be clear, when
2: you say Congress, you mean the House and the Senate. i say in the Senate. Mm-hmm.
1: So it has to go through both.
3: Uh, it doesn't have to go through both, but uh-huh. both can... I mean, what happens is, I mean, the, the House has to initiate all revenue bills. Okay. That's the House's power. The Senate gets to approve all the people that you know, go into appointments and courts. That's Mm -hmm. sort of like their power that the other one doesn't deal with. So, Mm -hmm. so the way this works is let's say for instance, that there's rulemaking that says, Oh, we're going to pretty much erase all this transgender community stuff. Mm -hmm. Assuming there's support in the house, the next funding bill comes out that says this is all fine. But by the way, all the money goes away if you don't support transgender people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, the Senate will say, oh, no, 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 we want to throw that out. Then the House has to fight it out in conference committee. Then the president says, oh, I'm not going to sign that. He throws it out. He doesn't have any money. It's truly right. simple. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, and and they pick something that he really wants, of course. Uh-huh. And so that, that's where the deals come in. And, and, and you know that, that's sort of what the House can do is they mm-hmm. can control the money. Now there will be all sorts of games in the world played. I mean, they're they're the biggest game players in the world. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if it were the Senate side, the Senate would be saying, you know, that that's all fine, but if you don't do what we want, then you don't get a Secretary of Health, Education, now, and Welfare.
2: <laughs> now, so the the thing that I wanted to point out is that I think there's a sense that this rule will happen, you know, next month, next year, or something. Really quick, and like the, reality it's everyone's life. That, yeah.
3: the reality is the reality is. I don't think the rule can happen that fast unless they throw out all the the other rules. But he could always do an executive order tomorrow. Right. But then you have the courts and you go back to court. And the problem is he has a lot of judges in the court. The key, though, is right now, let's say that this was happening right now. Mm -hmm. There's nobody in the House that's going to oppose it. So that's why between now and November 6th, the only thing we ought to be doing anything, and you know, this may actually come out after that, but until the election, the thing we need to be doing is getting out our vote. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. If, if, if we come out of November 6th and the Republicans still have the House and, and still have the Senate and still have the presidency, not a darn thing you can do about this except maybe delay it a little bit. I mean, That's that was real one problem. of the
1: things that I, I thought about when I saw it and it started causing, I saw a lot of commotion also, uh, the, the feelings that people were feeling the, what they were posting about it. Um, and, and, uh, them talking about it. It's like, well now like, hold on, isn't this interesting timing when we could be voting like you know uh d- it's very you know, much on purpose i'm some sure some people yes. want to do a, a rally or a protest some people want you to sign everything that you know is a stop it now well, petition so, and so
2: bush uh you know did the same thing mm-hmm. bush yep. uh the second Absolutely. whenever he 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 was coming up on an election and said, look, we need to do a constitutional amendment to ban same-sex marriage. Mm. And he was just basically
3: throwing red meat out to his base to get them revved up. And that's what I believe this is. It's just, I mean, Trump administration has been doing this like daily, it seems like, as far as throwing stuff out, because they're scared. Well, well,
1: and what do you think about the petitions that everyone is supposed to sign that are supposed to be helpful and all this other stuff? Because, I mean, honestly, I don't mean any disrespect, but I get alarmed because you know how I feel about visibility uh, projects. Uh-huh. But it's like, wait, so now every trans person is going to put their name on a list that where they just said they're going to tra- change trans people's lives. And are, that seems like immediately outing, right? And, and who are
3: they going to send this to? They're going to send it to the people that hate us. Right. Yeah. Well, and we're yeah. looking
1: at like I mean if we if we want to turn the worry into being you know maybe productive or proactive like what would, what would be great? Like Between
3: now and the 6th, vote. vote. And right. get, yes. get everybody you can that's on your side uh-huh. to vote. Don't get the people who aren't, aren't on our side to vote, right. by the yeah. way.
2: And, and Uncle Bob, who's in his drunken stupor listening to InfoWars, you know, maybe you just
3: don't wake him up to go vote. <laughs> <Right. You> know, <laughs> just right. let him sleep. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's <laughs> like, this, this is a time to be a little bit on your own. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's number one. After that, we watch and see what actually happens. The mm-hmm. one nice thing about the Trump administration, is they don't focus on one thing for very long. That's true. And yeah,
2: they're just kind of
3: like, let me throw shit at the wall, right. left and right, and see yeah, what where sticks. is that wall. And my guess is that <laughs> it will calm down, then it'll come up again some other time. And, and here's the real question: I mean, it was obviously linked by the Trump administration. Why would they link it to the new leak it to the New York Times? Well, it's because they need to rev up their base. And so mm-hmm. there we go. We're revving up their base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is definitely
1: a we're political reason why it was you know, elite. Yeah, And,
2: and uh-huh.
3: it, it, it's like everything having to do with Trump. It, it's, it's all theater. Mm-hmm. And you don't know when the theater is going to go through and help or not help. I mean, you look at his Muslim ban. I think we're on like Muslim ban three or four or five. I don't know which one. It's still not fully implemented the way he says it's going to be. I hate
2: that. And, yeah. and, and, and again, and, with political theater, how many times, how many times did Republicans in Congress vote to try to repeal the ACA? I mean, what, yep. it was more than 10, <laughs> more than 20? Oh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was things, like their, their everyday days. work. It was just like 75, it was like dozens and dozens and dozens
3: of times trying to repeal this, and it was just theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and it was never repealed. I mean, some Mm -hmm. pieces of it, they have changed, and the problem is that what they didn't do was replace them with the things they said they would. Of course. So all they did was basically make, make it, it easier for rich people yes
1: and then again it's like you know wait until you look at your actual coverage wait and see if you can get coverage i mean because we're in a, we're in, in, in open enrollment right now right we With are our insurance
2: is
3: it right this minute
1: it is hmm. and i if haven't it, heard, if it's
3: not i sure am getting a whole i lot haven't heard
1: of- much about it well, yeah. actually,
3: this Medicare open enrollment. So I don't know about ACA.
1: Okay. Well, it's coming up. Yeah, I think it for has. A, I think it's at the
3: end of the year. I think it's in November. Later. Okay. Okay. Um,
2: Maybe
1: but, they release how things were going to go and people. But but you up.
3: know I mean all sorts of strange and wonderful, unwonderful, interesting, unusual uh, things are happening. Uh, okay. It's just wait, 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 wait. Wait. A, a bit
1: so, of a storm.
2: So enrollment period for 2009 runs from Thursday, November 1st to Saturday, okay. December 15th.
3: Okay. Okay. So that that starts. That's pretty short.
2: Yes. Well, <laughs> it's it, a month Trump, and a half. Trump so sh- shortened it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So, do we have any upcoming uh, events, things that people should be aware of?
1: Uh, voting watch parties. Voting.
2: Uh, voting watch. Uh, okay. So you can
1: take your friends to the voting poll as many times as you want to. Just
2: don't vote twice. I mean, yeah. Uh, Come on. How, how, so when does as, when does early voting end here in Harris County?
3: it ends i think i don't know that for sure um, i'd have to
2: look
3: it up i mean the 6th is the elect, is election day that's when voting ends at the end of the day on the 6th
2: okay and, and I, as i understand it this saturday like on this weekend uh, coming up it's the polls will be open from 7 a to 7 p that's what i believe right. is correct so and so it's that's only the
1: 27th and then october 28th if you're if you're in Houston, the polls are open from one to six p.m., and the um, voting goes on from seven a.m. to seven p.m. October twenty ninth through November second.
2: Yeah. And so then, okay, from to November second is the cutoff, and then then the sixth is election day, right? Oh man, I feel like you, you know if you
1: all this, go to Harris dot com and it'll yep. tell you. <laughs> and I
3: was gonna say just Harrisvotes.com if you're in Harris County has all that. If not, go to your county's voting website. Yeah. Everybody has one in Texas and yeah. most states there'll be one also. Yeah.
2: Man, I, I you know, it's this is a wild ride, it's a wild time. I'm like, you know
1: Gotta put in a lot of self care, take care wash your hands don't touch your mucous membranes like there's so many things to do in this season gotta dress your dog up in a costume gotta get to a party I mean
3: voting today I probably shook hands with 40 people right I immediately getting back in the car did the sanitizer
2: yeah yeah oh my gosh so, okay, hey folks. Thank
3: you, thank you, thank you for tuning in and oh, we listening. left out something. I can't believe oh, we left it out on this candy related podcast. You know Halloween is coming up. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah. It <laughs> it's
1: it your is. dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, we <laughs> <if it> didn't get <laughs> Halloween. It's on a Wednesday. What do you do on a Wednesday night? Yeah, are most all people are having their parties on the twenty seventh. Yeah. I mean, party I have like weekends? eleven Halloween
3: party invites for the twenty seventh. 11?
1: girl, you're popular. I mean, and
3: they they just keep coming in. It's like, and then, do you know? And then, of any and then one person fun, popped in.
1: Queer Halloween movies. Fun queer. We got Halloween stumped on movies. this. Fun queer Halloween movies. Um, sure.
3: But they're basically being broadcast during the Montrose crawl. Oh. The, what the crawl? Montrose is crawling somewhere. Zombies.
2: Montrose is always
0: crawling. Zombies?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's a pub crawl on Halloween. Oh, okay. And, and so uh, uh, Brazil Jesus. and.
1: They were going to drink anyway. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But Brazil
3: and someone else is showing movies all night, oh, and they let oh, everybody vote okay. on what the movies were. Okay. And Brazil you know, is showing the winning movies, which okay. happens to be Rocky Horror. And oh. I forget what the other oh, okay. one is. Okay. And I then, guess that
1: could count as a Halloween movie. And then, then and it could count as an Every Friday movie and Every Monday movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then
3: somebody else, I don't remember who, said, "Well, we'll show the runner-ups, the yeah. two runner-up movies, and, and you know I'll they're like they're like Lost Boys."
1: Right. You need to I'll see check it
2: young, out. Frankenstein. young Frankenstein. You have never seen that. Well, you have to watch. Okay, that. But, but I
1: keep waiting for uh, when it, when I when I think about, it, I wonder what the results are going to be for for voting. I think of Rocky singing Antissa. Well,
2: you didn't say it right. It's not anticipation. It's 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 anticipation.
0: Anticipation.
2: Who waits the (laughs) longest?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't say, say it, I, say it, say I it. Was, I was uh, fully willing to be schooled. I appreciate you. I appreciate and there are a few you. other yeah.
3: things there, but we won't go to the back row.
0: <laughs>
2: so, all hey, thank you so much for Trans- tuning in and joining us for another Trans Advocate podcast. And a special thank you so much to our Patreon supporters who make this show go. That means that, you know, all of this stuff costs money. Service costs money. Producing this costs money. Uh, the microphones... All of this stuff costs money and, uh, the writers who, uh, write on the trans advocate, the Brazil, uh, you know, we, uh, work to support those writers. And so your donations, uh, you know, go to support that. So thank you so much for doing that. Thank you so much. And, um, so, uh, anything else?
1: Nope. Enjoy your time warp dance.
2: Yep enjoy your time enjoy uh well will we
3: be back before halloween i don't know i'm
1: don't know. Not making us
3: look at our calendars Chris, yes. we we should have asked the question why robin felt the need for a dammit doll but that's no.
1: okay <laughs> uh we'll, we'll, be oh, the, the no. we'll be back the night right, after we'll be back right
2: right right oh my yeah. god so yeah happy so, halloween happy everyone halloween. yeah yeah well, we didn't do costumes <laughs> yeah <laughs> Happy Halloween. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to another edition of the Trans Advocate Podcast. We are a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501 C3 nonprofit organization. Your support makes what we do possible. Resistance means nothing without supporting elected officials who won't attack trans, intersex, and queer children in our schools. They can't vote, so you're going to have to do it for them. If you live in the U.S. and are not registered to vote, we can help you with that at our site. Register and vote, no matter what.
3: The Trans Advocate Podcast was produced by Kristen Williams. All rights reserved. The Trans Advocate is a project of the Transgender Foundation of America, a 501c3 nonprofit. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Trans Advocate or the Transgender Foundation of America.
2: Hold on, I have to get a picture of you and the Damn It Doll. Oh no. no.
1: That's, uh... <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, let me do it here. <laughs> that looks weird. Hold Wait, on. Don't I was gonna that. say that Don't looks really that. weird. Don't do that. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay. If,
1: if you're thinking about just doing hair, it's not bad. If you think about a Damodar, that looks bad.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's what I would.
0: Oh man. Yeah,
1: Damodar. That's <laughs> what I.